Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Steeler fans? Welcome back to another episode of State of the Steelers. I'm your Steel Curtain Network host, Daniel J. And today we're talking about changes and, in my opinion, changes, more changes than I expected. Uh, <laughs> I would assume there's probably a little bit more changes than what most people expected. So there's been a lot of a uh, couple of moves that occurred since the last time we spoke. Uh, the first one that we'll talk about is the one that happened late, late Saturday night, a week ago today. And that was the uh, signing of offensive guard Isaac Samalu, most recently with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I think this is a great signing. I think this is a uh, uh, guy that is a definite starter. I don't think there's a competition here between him and and Kevin Dotson. Uh, I think this is a, a guy that going to be another staple point you know last season the Pittsburgh Steelers picked up James Daniels and I think he was a uh you know a little bit iffy in the beginning but overall once you look at the body the entire body of work that was his last season he ended up doing really well and I think this is a guy that's going to do even better now James Daniels maybe maybe the start of his Pittsburgh Steelers career started off shaky because of the you know, the players around him were new, new to the organization, new to their position. You know, I mean, maybe not the guy right next to him in Chooks Core for, but Mason Cole, you know, he was new, uh, himself being new. And so maybe it just took a little bit of time for him to gel, right? With with Isaac Samalu, 
he's probably going to come into this situation where he may be the only guy that's new on the offensive line come day one, week one in the lineup. You know, it's still a question to see if the Pittsburgh Steelers end up going tackle in the draft. Now, last week I said, you know, the Steelers were going to get that tackle out of Georgia. You know, that was before I knew that they got Isaac Simalu, but it still doesn't change my mind. You know, I think if he's there or if there's a offensive tackle that the Pittsburgh Steelers like, they're going to take him. And they don't go talk to an Orlando Brown for no reason. You know what I'm saying? And so I think the Steelers are still on the market for it. Um, you know, but this is a good move. This is another move. This is a guy that is very familiar with, with Andy Weidel. And so, you know, this is another, you know, person that's being picked up another roster member, another player that's getting picked up here that is showing that Andy Weidel, you know, fingerprints, you know, molding it into what he was able to do in Philadelphia. That was, Highly successful. And so great signing there. I know we didn't cover it last week. I wanted to talk to about it this week. I know me and Shannon talked about it on the hangover uh, this past, you know, earlier this week. If you haven't checked that video out, go check it out or the, uh, the audio either. Now, if you haven't seen it on YouTube, it comes out on Mondays on YouTube live. You get to see, uh, see our mugs. I'd go check it out. If I were you and give us a subscribe while you're there, like it as well. Now, the other news, the more breaking news, somewhat, you know, closer to this time and is the apparent because it's not yet official, but the apparent departure of Terrell Edmonds. So at the time of this recording, he has not it's not been disclosed who he is signing with, but he has disclosed to the Pittsburgh Steelers that he is signing elsewhere. All right. Now. To me, that's that's a lot different than I I was thinking slash hoping for for the Pittsburgh Steelers going into this season. You know, I was thinking maybe perhaps there was going to be an Edmonds and Edmonds tandem, you know, out there on the defense with Terrell and Tremaine. And it went from having both of them and the possibility of having both these guys on the team to not having probably either one of them for sure. Tremaine, he's he's gone. He's signed a mega deal with Chicago. And I'll say this. You don't sign a contract that big without other teams interested. And I don't think that the Steelers did not pick up that call. Uh, I very much well do think they picked up that phone to make that call, see if he was available. They probably in some kind of communication with him, but they weren't going to be able to pay him when Chicago was able to pay him. And so Terrell Edmonds, a guy that I thought was probably one of the top priorities in in this offseason. You know, the Pittsburgh Steelers didn't play too well in his absence last season. You know, a lot of folks are going to look at DeMonte Casey as a possible replacement. However, DeMonte Casey is more of a, uh, a free safety than he is a strong safety. Minka Fitzpatrick is also the free safety. And so, you you know, I don't think you're going to have that tandem very often of Minka and and KZ back there. So the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to have to bring in someone. 
I don't think you can depend on Trey Norwood to be that guy. In my opinion, he's he lacks speed. You know, I thought he was a liability over the top. Major concerns. You know, I felt that his awareness, you know, with the uh, with the football in front of him was pretty good. But once receivers were getting deep on him, it felt like they uh, were able to exploit that out of him. And so I think the Steelers are going to have to um, address this situation. Now, is it going to come in free agency? Is it going to come in the draft? I'm not sure. You know, maybe perhaps the Steelers had their eye on somebody already, and that's why they didn't make their move. Maybe their move was never to be Terrell Edmonds. Because they have somebody else in mind, somebody they feel will fit this scheme, fit the personnel, fit what the Pittsburgh Steelers are trying to do, maybe a little bit better. But let's let's take a let's let's listen to or well, I'll read to you what what Terrell Edmonds had to say. He said in a tweet, uh, thank you, Pittsburgh, for making my dreams come to reality. You will forever be a part of me and my journey. I am thankful for all my coaches, teammates, and every fan supporting. To my buddies, y'all know who we rocking. It's going to be love until the wheels fall off. Uh, hands in prayer, heart, hashtag, man time. Now this isn't the uh this isn't the um first time that Terrell Edmonds you know, I mean kinda tweeting out some things. You know, just a few days ago he had tweeted keep it player. Perhaps maybe the Steelers did give them and give him an option. Maybe they did say, Hey, we got this contract for you. Um, you know, if you'd like to sign and maybe perhaps it was a little bit less than he was expecting. Maybe perhaps it was something similar to what he had last season. You know, he had a lot of interest last season from Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a team that I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up going to, you know, there's the Hilton connection. Plus, you know, if they're willing to pay him more money, you know, he's got to do what's right for his family. You know, you can't hate a man for for taking extra money. I'm sure <laughs> if somebody offered you guys an extra couple million dollars to do your occupation somewhere else, <laughs> a lot of us, a lot of us would be up on on that on that bus the next morning. <laughs> just being real, y'all. Just being real. And so I'm not. I'm disappointed that he's leaving. I thought that perhaps he could be a guy that that could be a staple point for the team, you know, but I was getting some severe like Bud Dupree vibes here, not in the instance that he was going to leave for um, a bigger contract. Well, essentially he might be, but it's not like a mega deal thing or, or like a huge contract that Bud Dupree ended up getting a pretty solid contract, right. To go out there to Tennessee. I didn't expect that from him. I thought maybe perhaps he's going to get a little bit more offers or offers for more money outside of Pittsburgh. But what I mean is, you know, the Steelers were like saying that Bud Dupree was going to be a Steeler for life and and all these type of things. And it just didn't work out that way. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it felt that 
I felt like that kind of vibe when it came when it came to Terrell Edmonds, you know, um, not not pointing into any, you know, direction at all. But I just felt like the Steelers and him were going to be in two different places when it came to the financials. And I think that's what ended up happening. Now, when you look at some of these tweets, you know, he ends up putting the goodbye before the uh, I guess before ink is on paper on a new place. You know, it kind of leads to me that this guy might be uh, a little bit upset still, you know, not so happy about the relationship breaking up. But at the end of the day, if he's going to, you know, get another team that's going to pay him some bigger bucks, he'll be happy about it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe perhaps he'll go to Chicago and get that opportunity to play um, not only with his brother, but the great (laughs) Chase Claypool. (laughs) Who knows? Uh, but I do wish him well, uh, unless he, you know, he's playing against the Steelers and I, I hope he, you know, gets, he gives up six touchdowns and, and, you know, the whole nine yards, but you know, congratulations to wherever you ended up going. By the time that this airs, there's a good possibility that that knowledge will be out there, but at this time. It's unsure. We just know he's not coming back to Pittsburgh and the Steelers now need to find another answer there because I really don't think that that answer is currently on the roster. Well, I would hope so. Well, um, don't go anywhere. We're going to get a word from our sponsor real quick. And when we get back to on the other side, we're going to be talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers making the headlines. And it's all about Big Ben Roethlisberger. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you on the other side. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Fast as they can, they travel away in cars. Follow. Hey, check it out. You made it to the other side. Welcome back to State of the Steelers. And today, on the second half of the show, we're going to be talking about the Steelers making headlines. And today's second half of the show is all about Big Ben Roethlisberger. As I'm sure many of you guys are aware that he uh, was, you know, did a podcast with with uh, or a show with Mark Madden on 105.9 BX. And there's been a lot of conversation about some of the things that he said and i'm going to bring up some of the quotes some of the things he said and give you guys my opinion on the matter but uh before i do i want to remind you guys we got a couple of other shows that come out 
you know, throughout the week, we got bad language. We have the Sco Bros. We have the Hangover, which I'm a part of, with Shannon White. Uh, there's also Let's Ride with with Jeff Hartman. And <laughs> this past week, while he was doing the mailbag, and I'm not sure if he's listening or not. If he is, hopefully, oh, here's my nomination for the idea. He had a question about, um, you know, if they w- could bring on a player, right? and have a show who would it be and he said uh vince williams he didn't know what they would call the show but he'd have Vinny on well here's my uh my nomination for that show if if it ever gets launched <clears throat> jeff it should be you it should be you and 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 jeff benedict and it should be called uh Vinny and the jeffs that's that's my thoughts let let us know what you guys think on twitter Vinny and the jeffs let's make that happen but uh, let's get back to the show. So <clears throat> Big Ben Roethlisberger, like I mentioned before, is on uh, on Mark Madden's uh, afternoon show. A lot of, lot of comments. You know, I'm going to start off with one, you know, that maybe perhaps a lot of people weren't sure of or didn't even know about. And this is the fact that he nearly missed the Super Bowl against the Green Bay Packers due to a foot injury and a shuffleboard accident, apparently. And so apparently what had occurred was while they were down in Dallas, which is not too far from where I'm located. So you guys probably can hear in my, my accent. It's I'm, I'm from, I'm from Texas. And so <laughs> he was out there in, in Dallas and they rented out a house. And apparently what happened was um, he ended up sliding across a piece of wood floor and a shank of wood broke off into the bottom of his foot. That it was super deep that he had to go to the trainers. Doctors had to get it out, and there was a bunch of little shards. It was so bad that he almost couldn't make it or couldn't play. Now, that was a game that didn't, you know, didn't go too well, and there's been a lot of speculation as to you know who's, to, who's at fault for why the Pittsburgh Steelers lost that game. Now, I'll be honest with you. I've seen that game one time and only one time and anticipate on probably not watching it ever again. <laughs> and that was the time that it aired. But from memory, you know, Big Ben didn't have the best game in the first half. Right. They came back. You know, everybody remembers the fumble. You know, Rashard Mendenhall likes to bring it up and bring it into everybody's memory every so often. And. You know, Big Ben has recently come under some turmoil because it's been stated that they were trying or the, you know, the staff, Tomlin. They were trying to get Ben his MVP, a Super Bowl MVP. And that had they run the ball more, that they would have had a better opportunity uh, to have won that game. Now, it's been kind of said here and there. Is this a story to come back and say that that's not true? Like, I had wood in my foot. How could I be trying to be the MVP? They got behind very early, and they needed to come back, which he was able to do. So, you know, kudos to Ben uh, playing through injury. You know, he, he he mentions it. He says he talks about how a lot of folks call him a, you know, a drama queen and you know, when it comes to his injuries and, and, you know, make fun of him for those type of things. But in my opinion, um, 
don't know, man. He, he seems like he went through a lot of pain. He played through a lot of injuries. Seems like a tough guy to me. Now, the next big story that had came out of this was the fact that Big Ben had uh, gotten contacted with the 49ers, right? Now, this was something that I, I remember during the season last year when the 49ers started losing their quarterbacks like crazy. Uh, I was watching football, in which is Ben Roethlisberger's podcast. And on there, he, he mentioned the 49ers, and he was stretching his arm and this, that, and the third. And – I don't know, man. Maybe, you know, I, I thought perhaps there was something there. Apparently, apparently there was. And um, let's let's look at what, what he said about the situation. So uh, on the same podcast, he goes, last year there was some truth with the Niners thing, which is what I'm referring to when I, when I saw the footballing. And I, I think that's what he was referring to. They were, I think, reaching out just to gauge my interest. I had discussions. That's all. I don't want to sit here and say I wasn't I was going or anything like that. They called me to gauge my interest. I had conversations with my agent, my wife, my family. I prayed a lot about it. He says he further says I'd be lying if I didn't say there was a small part of me that was intrigued. Like, oh, man, I could still do and prove to people that I could still play. You know, he, he ended with it saying, at the end of the day, I just can't see myself in anything other than black and gold. Now, first and foremost, that's the perfect way to end it. <laughs> but, you know, he's a highly competitive man. He's a, he's a very competitive person by all accounts and all descriptions of anybody that has known Ben Roethlisberger personally. They say he's one of the most competitive people that they have ever, ever met. And so I'm not surprised that he was, you know, not only called, but considered this, uh, you know, going back. Now, he mentions or he says prayed a lot about it, which means that it was more than a one day thought, in my opinion. You know, he had conversations not just with his family, but also with his agent. And so you can perceive that in two different ways. The agent calls and says, hey, you know, they want you. He can easily say, nah, you know, don't want to do this. Then, you you know, there's no point in talking to the family. Right now, the agent calls, says, hey, 49ers are intrigued. You talk to the family, you pray. I mean, that's everybody that needs to be involved in that decision, you know, being contacted. I think it was a little bit closer than we probably want to admit. Now, if Ben Roethlisberger would have become a member of the uh San Francisco 49ers. I'm not I'm not sure. I think I would uh I would I would cheer for him, cheer for his success. I'm not sure if, if I would have wanted him to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> but you know, for as far as the 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 49ers went, um I would have liked to have seen Ben Roethlisberger in uniform again just to see him around a team that had some weapons and some players that were already established. I mean, based on the things that we talked about in the first half of this show with the, uh, you know, the changes that are going on. I mean, we talked about, you know, Terrell Edmonds being gone, you know, we didn't cover it in this episode, but we covered it in the past one, the complete overhaul of the middle linebacker position, including the coach and Jerry O. You know, you're talking about offensive linemen getting replaced, possibility of more getting replaced. You know, 
when Ben was here his last season, he had Kendrick Green as a center. So it's it just didn't work out there. You know, I mean, I I don't think there would have been many, many quarterbacks that would have elevated that team that he was on to where we expected it to have gone to. I feel like we probably in retrospect should have been very grateful that the team made it to the playoffs and were as successful as they were probably due to Ben Roethlisberger's ability, his clutch performance and in, in, in important and weighty moments of the game. So I, I would have liked to have seen what he would have been able to have done, you know, with an offense that the 49ers have, you know, they want to run the ball, get the ball out quick, you know, have an extension of the run with the short passing game, jet sweeps, things of that nature. I think Ben Roethlisberger would have done fantastic in that offense. Now, speaking of <laughs> how fantastic somebody would have done in an offense, you know, Big Ben was talking about, you know, his um his relationship with Matt Canada now. Before y'all turn off the uh the podcast because Matt Canada is going to be brought up in a positive light. He also talks about Kenny Pickett, and we'll talk about that next after this. <laughs> So, but first and foremost, he talks about Matt Canada and his comments on Matt Canada were, I like Matt. I have a great relationship with Matt. Right. And this was after um, Matt had asked him, you know, what kind of faith he has in Canada as a Steelers offensive coordinator. Right. So he didn't really answer that question. So Roethlisberger continued saying, I would consider him a friend. I enjoyed the couple of seasons we worked together. Do we have our differences in play calls and schemes, things at times? Absolutely. So it kind of you know, says that scheme-wise, play-wise, there was a, a lot of problems there when it came to the quarterback and offensive coordinator there. He continues to say, but tell me one player on any team, it doesn't matter what position they played, there's going to be something that maybe they don't agree with on their co- with, with their coach on. I'm sure there are players that maybe I called in a – no huddle that Matt was like, oh, I wish he wouldn't have done that. That's the nature of the beast. It wasn't like I hated everything Matt Canada did. That's not true. I think Matt has a great mind for the game. And so, you know, I think he's not necessarily saying that. <clears throat> perhaps Canada isn't good at what he does. Maybe perhaps with who Ben Roethlisberger was as a player at that time in his career, Matching him up with Canada may not have been the best move, right? You got to look at ability and scheme. And sometimes you have a scheme that could work, but not the, not the players for that scheme. And so you have to work within your scheme that you've developed to find plays that are favorable with the players that you have on the field. So hopefully, hopefully it starts to pick up in this next season. You know, I, all I can do is have faith and hope that the Pittsburgh Steelers offense is going to turn it around. You know, whether I want Canada in there or not, I'm going to root for his success because if he is successful, the offense of the Pittsburgh Steelers is successful. And finally, to top it off, we're going to talk about, you know, Kenny Pickett, right? Ben Roethlisberger was asked about Kenny Pickett. 
and he stated winning always puts you in those levels referencing um you know has kenny pickett or what will it take for kenny pickett to you know put himself in elite class of afc quarterback so he says winning always puts you in those levels but he surprised me in a sense that i think he's much better with his legs and his feet and mobility than i anticipated Maybe it's just me not watching enough pit ball, but I thought that he could move and extend plays, just not extend plays behind the line of scrimmage, but get yards down the field. Basically, a uh, running quarterback is what he thought he was. So ben, ben continues saying, so I think that he is going to be able to use that when it comes to working into that elite level. He extend plays when he puts his, Head down and goes downfield. He's picking up serious yards. He's picking up 10, 15, 20 yards a clip. That's probably one of the differences is his actual running ability. Now, last year, I recall, you know, I watched a lot of the footballing podcast. And after the Baltimore game, Ben mentioned in his podcast that he may have underestimated Kenny Pickett and his ability. Right. Maybe not like the ability to throw the ball, things of that nature, more of like getting the situation under control, being a professional in high tense, high pressure moments and not folding in those moments of pressure. Right. And he he goes back and kind of touches into those things. So I, I do think that that left a huge impression on the Hall of Fame quarterback. So Ben says, when it comes down to the last drive of a game and you have the opportunity to take your team down the field in Baltimore at home against the Raiders, to do that on the last drive is big-time football. That throws stats out the window. To be able to kind of just play the game when it matters most, turn it on, lead your team down the field, it wasn't like he was handing off. He was making big plays, finding guys. I think right now he can build on that. I think his confidence is through the roof. And I think that the rest of the Pittsburgh Steelers fan base confidence is going through the roof when it comes to the young, young quarterback, Kenny Pickett. You know, I think Ben was being honest. I think he was being real with all of the things that he was saying. And I, for one, like how open he is. You know, I, I enjoy the football and podcast. I think it's, it's very entertaining. If you haven't checked it out, go do so. You know, let them know that Daniel from Still Current Network and State of the Steelers sent you over there. <laughs> maybe he'll maybe he'll come on the show. Let's try to get him on. <laughs> but um, that being said, y'all, that's all I got for you guys. I appreciate everybody watching or listening on. If you want to watch Monday, YouTube, Hangover, Still Current Network. Check us out there. If not, you're, you know, just want to listen on a cruise or drive or on your way to work. I'll be back on Tuesday on the hangover. That's when it comes out on the audio side. So with that being said, I'm Daniel J. This is the Steel Current Network. Well, we'll see you in a few days. Peace out.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.